Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hello and welcome to Vibe Living. I am Linus Woods Mullins, Certified Holistic Living and Wellness Expert for Women Over 40. And I truly believe that in midlife, we have an opportunity to really vibe. Be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. And that's what this podcast is all about. Ways to vibe. So, let's vibe. Well, you know I love to talk a little bit about the body. I have another great tip for you to turn up the vibe in your life when it comes to your movement routine. You know, the experts say that you need to work at least 30 minutes a day. Well, for some of us, if you've never done that before, it seems like a bit too much. And I mean, I'm in fairly good shape, but sometimes 30 minutes seems like too much to me. So I came up with an idea that I think will work for you and it still gets your movement in, but maybe it's a little bit more realistic and it helps you to build your endurance. And that is my three times 10 process for three times a day, 10 minutes each time. Whether you're stretching or doing strength training or maybe doing walking, whatever, you have three events during the course of the day where you move for 10 minutes. I think that you'll begin uh, to get a little stronger and find that 10 minutes turns into 15 and then into 20. If you are exercising three times a day, 10 minutes a day, not only is your body going to love you, but over time, you're going to love doing that, and you're going to extend it. Before you know it, you'll be exercising 30 minutes a day one time or maybe more. And you'll be surprised at what the endurance is. You'll be achieving your movement requirement, and you won't end up being that couch potato that maybe you're suffering with right now. So let's talk about the mind. It's time for the Mind Move segment. Everybody is wondering, okay, how can I strengthen my mind? How can I strengthen my brain? And in midlife, that's a real concern. So there's a few things that you can do. Some I think you're doing, maybe not all of them, but if you do all of them, they will all accumulate to better brain health, which means more clarity, more focus, more awareness. You got to eat less sugar. I'm sorry, it's toxic. Eating sugar does all kinds of things to the brain. Initially, when you introduce sugar into the system, the body kind of loves it, the brain gets high, and you want to have more of that. But you know what happens when you stop? You crash. You don't feel well. And that's because it is toxic. It's not good for you. It's not natural for you to be eating as much. So really take a look at the things that you're eating that have sugar in it and see where you can cut it. You also want to try that fish oil supplement. I've talked about this before. Omega-3 is something that the brain is composed of, but it does not necessarily produce it. 
So therefore, you have to get it out of your food or a supplement. A good omega-3 or fish oil supplement is excellent. And I recommend that you go to your local health food store to find the right omega-3 supplement for you. You also want to take time to be quiet. Meditation is huge. You have to stop and just shut down the body and the mind. Allowing the brain to shut down for a while can work so many miracles in terms of how well your mind functions and also how your body functions as well. You want to also maintain a healthy weight. That feeling of sluggishness and just not feeling good because you can tell you're overweight, your body's telling you, please help me do something with this. The more weight you lose and the more control you keep of your weight, the better your brain will function. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Your need for sleep is almost like the same thing of shutting down your computer. There are a lot of times when I don't shut down my computer. I come in the next morning and the computer is just not moving fast enough. Same thing with your body. You've got to shut all the way down. Have a deep, good night's sleep. And there's all kinds of things that you can do to aid you in sleep. Take a visit to my blog. The link is in the show page. Or you can go to my website, uh, wellnesswoman40.com, and click on the blog icon. I have all kinds of articles and blogs about how to achieve a good night's sleep. You want to practice mindfulness. My anxiety disorder very rarely kicks up, but it can begin to kick up if I don't spend time being mindful, staying present, focusing on what's going on with you right now in this moment in time, not thinking about the past or the future, but what's happening right now. Many times when you're staying mindful, it helps to calm the mind. Another thing, drink less alcohol take it easy. You know, maybe you do what I do and only drink two ounces, or maybe you drink every other day, or maybe you don't drink at all. I will say, though, that if you're going to have that glass of wine, you've got to follow it up with water, lots of water, because wine dehydrates you. And as we get older, especially when we sleep, we get dehydrated. And that's why you have the brain fog, and that's why the dry mouth and all that kind of stuff, because your body's running out of water. And the last thing is train your brain. Learn something new. Do crossword puzzles. Get an app that helps you do a workout for your brain. There's so many different things that you can do to keep your brain active. One of the things you want to do is make sure that your spirit is where it needs to be. So now it's time for our spiritualist segment, my favorite time, and I just love the music. I love that sound. You know, every once in a while, you run into someone who really impacts the way you look at life. And I think we are given many opportunities to have these aha experiences. But sometimes we don't always follow through, especially when it comes to our guests. I first found her on social media and was amazed by her strength, her beauty, and her spiritual approach to life. And that was about three years ago. And I kept saying I need to ask her to be a guest on my podcast, but I didn't do it. I didn't follow through. Well, isn't God a God of second chances? I got another chance, and I finally made myself stop and contact her to ask her if she would share her powerful story of spiritual growth and healing. So I'm so glad to have with us today Mercedes Warwick. And let me tell you just a little bit about Mercedes. She was a corporate executive. And then she wasn't. She was robbed at gunpoint, met angels, didn't die that day, but truly didn't understand the experience. So stage four cancer 
came to teach her. And I'm not going to tell any more of her story because she's remarkable. I'm so glad, Mercedes, that you had some time to come and visit with us at Vibe Living. It's wonderful uh, to be able to see you because we're talking through Zoom, but to also be able to hear you as well. Namaste. Thank you so much for having me. You're it's welcome. wonderful to see you too. <laughs> I want you to kind of tell your story a little bit about how you came to walk the spiritual path you are walking now. I know you have stage four cancer and you've been through some things physically, but what has it taught you spiritually? I was very, very fortunate to have had a spiritual life before cancer. I had a meditation practice. I had a way of pulling intuitive information through me. And so when cancer came, I wasn't happy. That's the one thing I really always stress. I wasn't happy. And people ask me all the time, how does cancer, like how would somebody like you get stage four cancer? And my standard answer is I was not happy. And so in not being happy, I believe that my body had switched on uh, a series of of mechanisms, whether you want to call it genes or hormones or whatever, but the ecosystem, my physical ecosystem, decided to shut down and die. And that's how stage four cancer was able to um, bypass my immune system and land in my body. And so when I was in the hospital, it was a grave situation. I was in the emergency. And you know, my, my friends were saying, are you staying, you going, you staying, you going, what you going to do, which, whichever way. And I said, well, I think I'm staying. And so what ended happening was that decision and sort of um, the space of, but I, I'm staying, but I'm not happy. I don't want to stay unless I can be happy. And so what ended up happening was I took spiritual responsibility for myself at that moment being happy. What could I have done? I'm physically debilitated. My lungs are filled up every three days with a thousand milliliters of fluid. I go in through the prayer into God, into that closet, into that space, that deeply personal, intimate space, and it's gone. I had to learn spirit, God, source as being part of it and understanding that there was no mechanism to go to God that I was actually as God. I was on a 70-foot oxygen tube that they said I was going to be on for the rest of my life. I see no oxygen tube. There's no oxygen tube. And you're breathing well. And I'm breathing very well. Okay. That's that's the first miracle, which just blows my mind, because I do know part of your story. And, And I wanted to ask you, you know, you have these special gifts, of being intuitive and also being instinctual and you have a special language of self-care. Can anyone have that? Do we all have these gifts or is it only just a chosen few? We all have it. It seems like we have to be in some crisis to really get into that space within us. And I, knowing what I know now, I know that doesn't have to be so. One of the things that people ask me was, what's the most important lesson that you've learned? And and one was love and self-love and the ministry. I call it now the ministry of self-care, this devotional space for myself. 
But the other thing that if I had children, I would be teaching them spiritual discernment and spiritual inquiry because I didn't have to get to stage four cancer. I've had all of these other experiences in my life, but I didn't take the awareness out of them. I didn't anchor them in and it become part of it. I love the um, ministry of self-care because it is a form of ministering to yourself. And Mm -hmm. so many women don't take the time to do that. And by self-care, I'm not talking about necessarily going and getting your hair and your nails done. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the other kind of self-care that helps to feed your soul, your spirit, your essence, and, and whatever that means for you. And I think that so many women either feel they don't have time to do that, they don't know how to do it, they're afraid to do it, or uh, they feel that what they're doing with the outer piece is, is working uh, for them. You talk about radiant soul balancing. How does that work? And how can women in particular benefit from doing something like that? Radiant soul balancing has become my heart. I even get emotional when I think about it. It's my heart's work now. We all have the ability to bring forward exactly what we need in life. God gives us everything that we need. Mm-hmm. And so it is coming into that awareness in any situation. And it doesn't have to be a crisis. The one example was I was losing my house during the last Great Recession. And I was returning it to the bank. And it was a hard thing. And I, I was on my knees literally one day in the living room. And I said, God, I just want some joy in my life. So there's these sacred seeds, joy, love, grace. Uh, I would say forgiveness, peace. peace. And I call them the sacred seeds. And I began to look for them in the simplest things and in the most complex situations. And so something would be happening and somebody would be coming at me in a weird way or, or not a very honoring way. And I'd say, God, please let me be the love in this situation. So I actually had these sacred seeds where I would begin to plant them. And I would begin to sprout them. And I would look for the life, the life force within these seeds. And so that really became the beginning. And and that's an external process. I didn't, you know, now we'll sit in the frequency of love, not in love, not unconditional love. Love without any description, just the actual frequency and sit in that frequency. But as I was starting, it was like, God, please show me the peace in the situation. Please show me the love in this situation. Please show me the beauty in this situation. How may I be, because it's always my responsibility, how may I be the love in this situation? That's when the radiance starts to manifest and seed and blossom and, and just you become brilliant. People see me and they said, how is this even possible? Because I, I radiate those fundamental, you know, the mustard seed. I radiate the mustard yes. seed. The, the thing that cannot be broken, cannot be hybrid, cannot be altered or changed. And I take those sacred seeds and I say, let me radiate love today. Let me radiate peace today. And we all have it. You don't have to go to a class. You don't have to pay $29.95 to go sit in somebody's <laughs> seminar. You can, you can make the choice to come into that spiritual space. The peace that I have now within my system has allowed me to release judgment. I don't look at things as good or bad or right or wrong, or beautiful or ugly. When we get into that, there's nothing that I would want to disturb my peace. So I choose to extract myself from things because I don't like yes. what is happening there. 
but I and I say is this situation is this person is this relationship is this worrying over a bill or something in my life is it really worth my peace I had to go through my own journey to learn that and you're right it seems that chaos and confusion breeds if you allow it a new awareness of being it's almost like things have to get so bad that you, you don't know what else to do other than turn things over to a, a higher power or a different way of doing things, a different way of being, because how you are right now in the midst of whatever that is is going on isn't working. And one of my more aware days, I guess, I was walking and it just came to me that I want to be vibrant in midlife. I want to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. So based upon that, what is, what's your vibe philosophy? What does that mean for you? Vibrant, keep moving. The universe is a dynamic force. It is not a stagnant force. You've got to keep moving. And laying in bed to a 70-foot tube with a 1,000 millimeters of fluid being extracted from my body every three days, I kept moving. And what that meant was all I could do was move and concentrate on my lungs. There was eight steps between me and the bathroom. It got that real. Eight steps. Okay. I couldn't stand up, so I would try to stand up for 30 seconds, and I'd try to stand up 40 seconds, and then a minute, and that's how you've got to keep your body moving, not to the point of being uh, endangered, but to the point of being alive. I want to breathe into the beauty of life. I breathe into my roses, you know, I want to have that connection, and when I have that connection with just what's happening around me. You can feel the force, you can feel the life force. It's, you're not in a stagnant um, existence. You can feel, you appreciate the taste of the water that you're drinking. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, oh, the sun, oh my gosh, my bald head. Oh, I love sitting <laughs> out my courtyard and I just feel that sun energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And those are the things, I try to be inspired by the littlest, simplest things and just be so appreciative of those things. Beauty is a work in progress. Cancer can be just mind-altering, you know, yeah, in a not yeah. good way. You're, you're yeah. losing your hair. I had this big red afro. It was my identity. People saw I walked in a room over Mercedes is there. You know, my hair is falling out. My sister came one day, and the hair was gone, and she said, what did you do? I said, I am not my hair. But there is sort of a way of how can I be in this world now? So the very physical alterations allowed me to have a very spiritual alteration because who I was looking at in the mirror was not who I thought I was. Yes, I understand that. And as I told you right before we came on that when I was talking about being vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged, when I talked about beauty, I was really thinking about uh, the inner beauty that radiates out mm -hmm. because this thing right here, you know, as we age, it changes. But if you're peeling back the layers and doing the necessary work to develop that inner beauty, all of a sudden those years kind of have a way of falling off. What about being emerged? What is that all about for you? Emerge, the biggest thing that I have discovered as far as emerging is the alternate space I have put the law of attraction. I am the cause. Nothing is happening to me. Cancer is not causing me to be a certain way. I am the cause of emerging through whatever there is. And so I have come into lockstep in a knowing of this very intimate and personal space, the spirit within me, the God within me, the source mm -hmm. within me. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and from that, I am the cause.
I love that. It's a beautiful way of emerging. And, you know, I think that midlife actually is an opportunity to emerge in terms of taking all the things that we've learned in the course of our life, good and bad, and emerging into this fantastic person that doesn't know it all and realizes that. Part of being young is thinking you do know it all. The older that you get, the more you realize there's nothing that you know. You don't have any control on anything, and really all you have is that moment in time, that present, like right now, that moment in time. So given all that, what is it that you embrace about this stage of life for you? I wouldn't change anything that happened at all, not anything. I am so um, grateful that I didn't die that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am so grateful for the spirituality that has permeated yes. my life and I what I know now you know with that thing what I find you then what I know now you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in that, I'm in that <laughs> realm right now because I I know now I know now what a powerful powerful force we are in conjunction with understanding that we are divine energy and to cherish that yes and to know that that's that's how we can present ourselves in life. And I think that's another thing about being at this stage of life. Younger, I didn't know that I could cherish myself in this way. Younger, I was in a very toxic work relationship and thought I had to be there because of the bills and the money. Now, I might, I'm not saying just go in and quit your job, but I, but I would have said, oh, what's the plan for getting myself out of this toxic environment? I don't have to be there. My, my, my lifestyle, I can adjust my lifestyle so that I don't have to be there. And what does that look like? And, and that's the thing I think has been the beauty of this, this juncture of knowing, knowing the divine in such a personal and intimate way and then knowing that I am divine. I know that you are now uh, putting together programs and things to help people to evolve and to be able to have that radiance in their life for people who want to find out more about you and your webinars and your services how can they reach you i'm so pleased to be able to say that sacred key that's qi sacredkey.com is now up oh fantastic because when we talked you were saying that you were in the process that's great mercedes i'm honored to announce it then yeah it is alive it is there my goal is to is to have a subscription-based sacred key living sacred key uh community so that we can come into community and support each other in this walk Mm -hmm. i think that's part of the hardest thing my circle of sisters um, you know, it's almost become a cliche in some ways that, you know, we have these gatherings and these sister circles, but I live the love of that circle mm-hmm. and I learned to receive as well as give. And that circle was part of my tool. That was part of my lifeline. I don't even want to call it a two kid at that moment in my life. It was a lifeline. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to be uh, bringing forward, um, within probably next two months, a living key circle so that if you want to walk your life spiritually and you want to know regardless of what system you're in medical system business system personal system that you want to hold your ground you will have a place to come to be That's able beautiful. to hold your ground and and speak and hopefully have a, a group of like-minded but not necessarily like belief system because we honor all belief systems mm-hmm. but like-minded heart-minded people that want to be in a spiritual lifestyle 
thank you, Mercedes, for being here on Vibe Living. You definitely vibe. You're beautiful. Uh, you definitely are intuitive. You're emerged, and you definitely have vibrancy. I think that you are a good example of what it is to vibe. And thank you so much for being on Vibe Living today. Namaste. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And thank you to all of you who have stopped by and listened to Vibe Living Podcast. I'm so excited that you decided to listen to this episode. And, you know, I love sharing with you my vibe world. Please take the time to comment and share the podcast. And you can also kick in a donation if you like. There's a donation button on the Anchor FM um, speaker page, as well as the links to all the guests that I have here, the links to their websites, their social media. I want you to stay in touch with the guests that come here on the show. I don't have many of them, so when they come, I want you to give them some vibe love. Thank you so much for listening, and I love all of you. Until next time, keep sharing the love, and don't forget... Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a Vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.